Welcome everybody to the 1% Podcast. Each episode brings encouragement to think outside the lines and live a life that is anything but average. The hope is for more people to steer into fear and be anything but realistic. Thank you for inviting me into your inner circle today. Now let's start thinking like the 1%. What's up, party people? So Albert Einstein said, be a loner. That gives you time to wonder, to search for the truth, have holy curiosity, and make your life worth living. So today we are talking about a topic that is pretty near and dear to me because I mostly identify with it as well. We are talking about introversion and more specifically introversion versus extroversion and why today we are pushing extroversion so hard on people and what introverts can do about it and for the love of God to stop looking down on yourself and feeling boring for being an introvert. So you know, you know with being introverted, um, you know we're called we're called a lot of names. Um, I identify myself mostly as introverted and you know a little bit that's true. A little bit that's that's not true. Uh, I you know I have tendencies to be extroverted. One thing I'll tell you, hey, I wanna I kind of wanna, you know, begin with this right off the bat, just because of the fact that, you know, one thing that I really really I, I can't stand is the fact that we make introversion and extroversion, so, you know, so black and white. It, it's, you know, I didn't even notice this. I or not notice. I didn't even know this actually, but you know, let me you know let me pull it up here real quick um i didn't even know that this was a thing here i uh, you know i always knew introversion i knew extroversion but i never knew this term before and it was it's called an ambivert let me let me pull it up here real quick yeah a person whose personality has a balance of extrovert and introvert features i didn't even know that that was I didn't even know that that was a thing. It's, it's, uh, it, it, you know, I, I saw it. So I was listening to a, as I was preparing for this, I was listening to a Ted talk podcast about introversion and how we live in a society of extroversion and not just a society of extroversion, how we live in a society where all we do is pushed extroversion, extroversion. We, it, it's, it's, it's not only made introverts such as myself feel self-conscious about our introversion, but at the same time, it has not only created a society where introverts such as myself have felt socially anxious um, because of the fact that we feel diminished by extroversion. And it's, it's, you know, that's only one of the, one of the big problems and, you know, problem number two, and this is kind of the problem that I have with most extroverts. Let me just go ahead and put it out there right away. We're better. Like we're better. Uh, you know, I, I love extroverts. A lot of my best friends are extroverts. Um, in fact, in a partner, you know, in a, in a girl, when I'm, when I, one of my big things I'm looking for is an extrovert, but let me, uh, you know, let me fill you in on a little secret. Uh, you know, we're better introverts. We, we are better. Um, no, that's not, yeah, it is true. That's true. That's for sure. True. Um, it's, it's, I, you know, I feel like I got it. I feel like I just got to stand up. You know, I feel like I gotta, I gotta stand up for, uh, introverts a little bit because we are, I don't think it's we're given a bad rep. I don't I don't really think it's that we're given a bad rep. I think that we just put we push extroversion so hard. You know, we push it so hard that 
it's it, it it makes people feel it's almost kind of like I'm I'm not gonna go off on a tangent on this. This is like four thousand other podcast episodes. I'm not gonna go off on a tangent, but it's almost like college, where it's like you're pushed to, you know, either go to college or you're weird. It, it's kind of like kind of like that, where it's you are pushed to be an extrovert, even though it goes against the nature of who you are. And if you aren't, uh, you know, in some ways you're boring or you're not fun or you're just different and you're weird and everything. When in reality you know, one out of every two to three people is an extrovert. Same with, you know, introversion. It's, it's, it's roughly a 50, 50 shot down the middle with the population, but yet we push introverts to almost behave as extroverts. And in fact, when we behave out of our character and it's not authentic to who we are, then it actually puts us in a position where we behave negatively. It, it, it makes our performance suffer in whatever realm you're in. It makes you suffer because you are so out of character with who you are. It's not authentic. It's not true. It's not yourself. And I always want people to be true to themselves. Always want people to be true to themselves. It just goes completely out of character. And it's just not right. It's not good. Um, and, you know, people, but, but yeah, at a young age, we're pushed towards it. We're pushed towards it. And I was listening to you know, getting ready for this, listening to a few TED Talks and everything about introversion. And um, you can even see, you know, I have all my notes filled in right here that I was preparing for this because I have my own views, but I wanted to kind of get some background on, you know, other videos and what kind of some social experts, you know, think about this issue and everything. And, you know, a lot of, a, a big person that comes up is Tony Robbins. And it's because this dude is just... He's a great entrepreneur. He's a great entrepreneur. He is successful and he caters to a lot of great people. And when I tell you this dude is just a public speaker at heart and an energetic person at heart, like that doesn't even cut it. The way this dude can get a crowd riled up is insane. The way that he speaks, the way that he engages you, the way that he just makes you believe. It's almost cult-like. Like it's scary when you walk away from listening to him, the way you're feeling about yourself the way that you're feeling about whatever situation you're in. But nonetheless, we're created in a culture, even with him, one flaw that I find with him is we're created in a culture where it's like we're pushed to extroversion. Pushed, pushed, pushed. And the I, I mentioned, you know, the problem with that is having with introverts is we're becoming self-conscious. Like we are, you know, we're less of a person because we're not extroverted or we're social. And then the other problem because we're pushing with extra pushing extroversion so hard is the fact that extroverts don't even know how to be introverted for a little bit of time that that like oh makes me so angry like oh my gosh it makes me so angry because i see these extroverts who can't have peace and quiet on their own in their house they can't take a day where it's like they're with themselves they think they are in their own mind, you know, like they're bored, legit bored, you know, be bored just for a day. You don't have to be busy all the time. It frustrates me when people are busy all the time. I do like, I want to, I want to grab them and combine them. Like I want to put them in their room and lock the door from the outside and make them stay. It's like chill. You don't have to be busy all of the time. You don't have to be on the go all the time. And the thing is, the thing is, here's, here's, here's my reasoning for why extroverts and a lot of people don't like to be by themselves. Because when you're with yourself, a lot of the, uh, you know, 
it's not black and white with introversion and extroversion. You aren't just an introvert. You aren't just an extrovert. I already mentioned, you know, an ambivert where you were right in the middle. And I had no idea that even existed. But one thing that I don't like is that we have these questions to define introversion and extroversion. And the questions are just, they're horrible. You know, there's a question like, what would you rather do on a Friday night? Stay, stay in and watch a movie or go out to a party? And if you answer stay in and watch a movie, it's like, introvert, you're an introvert. And it's like, no, it's like, what the, no, you're not an introvert. Like, you are not an introvert just because you don't like to go out and go to a party. You'd rather stay in. That's not what defines introversion or extroversion. It's where you can, it's usually where you gain your, your energy from. It's usually where you gain most of what you, uh, you know, do in your life, where you gain all of that. What's the word? Like you just, it, I guess for lack of a better word, energy. So you know, extroverts kind of gain their energy when they're surrounded by people. They draw energy from those people. They they suck the life out of you. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Um, they draw energy from the people that they are around. You know, introverts draw energy from, you know, there's being alone in their surroundings and, you know, the quiet time that they can get and thinking on their own and being with themselves and, you know, contemplating. And, you know rationalizing things in their own mind, being in their own head and drawing energy for their life from that. It has nothing to do with if you are, if you don't want to be around someone one day, or if you don't want to go out one day, you just want an alone day. That does, that's not what makes you an introvert. That's not what makes you an extrovert by going out. That has nothing to do with it. Scratch that. I take that back. Has a little bit to do with it. Um, but it's not the whole, it's not the whole thing. And we we can't paint pictures of introverts and uh, introverts and extroverts based on that ideal. It's not black and white. So, um, you know, one thing that I didn't r- realize until I kind of looked back, and I'm look and you know I'm looking at these pod or not podcasts. I'm looking at these TED talks and everything, and in everyday life, you know, our jobs and schooling and everything, we are we're pushing extroversion on everybody. We're pushing it on everybody. And, you know, everything's a group project. Everything is a group project. And it, it's not, it, it's again, like we're trying to cage people and, 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 you know, pander to people as if we're all one person rather than treating each individual like that term, an individual. We're trying to pe- treat everyone, you know, like, like, you know, like zoo animals where we're all treated the exact same and you can't do that. But we are working, we're having kids work on group projects and that's it. They have to, they have to come up with the ideas as the group and everything. And, you know, even leaders, I, 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 you know, I, let me, let me find this real quick. I had, you know, I had this up earlier. Here we go. Here we go. So the topic was why we need um, why we need introverted leaders. That was the that was the topic. So I was listening to a TED talk where uh, the the speaker was um, talking about leaders and how now I don't know where this you know I didn't fact check this stat, but she was speaking that or she was saying that 80 or 96% of leaders are extroverts and only 4% are introverts. And I was like, what the, f-? 
like what in the world 96 percent and that that got to me it got me thinking and everything and i'm like 96 percent of managers are extroverts because those are usually the loud mouths who don't really know much um but behind the scenes I, i'm like i'm like behind the scenes introverts are the ones you know introverts are the ones who are creating the stuff it's you know it's no surprise that introverts are more creative but 96 percent of leaders i don't know if i would categorize it as leaders i would say 96 of managed you know manager positions i don't know because i know for a fact that uh when it comes to creativity and everything that usually goes to introverts um I, I like again. I don't. I, I haven't fact checked that or anything. But that that kind of that kind of surprised me when I when I when I saw that. You know, just like just like everything else. Um, I I feel like, and I want to kind of give an example of introversion versus extroversion, and why, as a society, we need to stop pandering towards extroversion. We need to stop. We need to stop pushing it so much. We need to celebrate the introversion. We need to celebrate the people who have introversion because it's authentic and the qualities that they have are amazing. And introverts out there, oh my gosh, introverts out there, because I spent a majority of time feeling this exact same way. Introverts out there, you're not boring. You are not boring. Oh my gosh, you are not boring. This is such a classic anyone who has ever been in a relationship who is an introvert and in a relationship with an extrovert you you will get exactly what i'm saying with this i'll give you an example with a girl that i dated she was a hardcore extrovert and i mean absolutely everything about her was extroverted and um, you know, which I look for I, again, you know, that's someone I, I, I like someone who's going to compliment my personality in that way. I'm an introvert. I don't need someone else. I don't need another introvert. I don't want another introvert. I want someone who is going to, I want someone who's going to push me a little bit outside my comfort zone by being an extrovert, just as much as I want to push them outside their comfort zone by being an introvert. And so I look for that, but nonetheless, hardcore introvert or excuse me, hardcore extrovert. And as an introvert, you'll get exactly where I'm coming from when I say this. My, I, I hate going out. I hate, I, I absolutely, I hate going to parties. I hate, I hate small talk with new people. It's not, it's, it, it kills me. It kills me. And, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be completely authentic with this. I am not going to, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be 100% authentic when I'm around these people. Um, <laughs> I think I'm better than them. Oh, that. Oh, I heard myself say it. Ah, I heard myself say that. Gee, I heard myself say that. That's horrible. I know it's horrible. I know it's horrible. I just, I like, I trust me. I get, I get how that sounds. But I'm going to be completely authentic with how I'm thinking this through. So let me explain why. So I'm sitting there and I'm talking to these people literally about nothing. Like one thing, you know, one thing most people know about introverts, if you don't, you're going to get this. They don't like small talk. We don't like small talk. It's boring. It doesn't, if I'm going to talk to someone about something, I want it to be meaningful. 
I want it to be meaningful conversation. I want it to, to, to have some type of growth effect on it. That may sound like a lot of, you know, that may sound very tiresome, but it's who I am. It's who a lot of introverts are. We want the growth effect. We don't want the small talk. I don't care, you know, where you're from and you know how you got here, where you're at right now physically. I want to talk about something meaningful. So when I hear the, the small talk, especially I'm only 26, I'm not that far out the college lifestyle. I ain't that far out the parties. I ain't that far out the drunkenness. And a lot of people are still there that I know. And it's actually, you know, made me kind of distance away from that a little bit because I'm in these environments where people are people 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 are having conversations that is like it is the biggest waste of time it is the biggest waste of time and i'm not going to lie i look down on it i look down on it i'd rather sit in a i would much rather sit in a quiet room and bust out my knee ca- no i'm i'm kidding about that i would rather sit in a quiet room and i would rather sit there and honestly just think Think about where I am in my life. Think about what I'm trying to do. Think about my goals. Think about my past and how it's affecting me. Think about how, think about change. Think about, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the the problem that I have with extroverts is they like to be busy. Notice I'm not saying productive. They like to be busy because it keeps them from having to think about that stuff. Process that. Sink in. Grab a hold of it. Because there's a lot to unpack there. Extroverts and a lot of people, busyness is a way for them to not have to be in their own head. Because who wants to deal with your own demons, right? You know, who wants to deal with that? Everybody should need should deal with that. But people like to be busy so they don't have to deal with that. The more you sit down and you're by yourself and you're just sitting or just present in the moment the more you have to think about stuff. And people don't like to think about stuff. One of my biggest pet peeves. But as an introvert, we like doing that. And I don't. we don't like small talk. We just don't like small talk. So anyway, back to the... I just went on a huge tangent. The relationship. My girlfriend at the time, she she liked to go out. She liked to, you know, she, she, she liked meeting new people. No matter what the conversations were, she liked meeting new people. I didn't. As an introvert... Why is it that when there's a decision to be be made between an extroverted thing to do and an introverted thing to do, why is introverts, why do we feel like we're boring? For real. Why do we think like we're boring? Why, Why do we, why in our minds, the, the extroverted thing to do is the fun thing to do? Why is that the fun thing to do? Why is what we want to do boring? If an extra, if you are with someone and they want to go out and you want to stay in and watch a movie, why do we view it as the boring thing to do? Why do we view the extroverted thing as the fun thing to do? Why do we view it that way? It's because in culture, we push extroversion and we push people skills so much that if you don't want to be around people, one, you're weird. And when you want to be alone, you're boring and you don't, we, we think of fun as multiple people and away from the house. I don't know why in, in, in society nowadays, I don't know why we view the home as such a toxic thing. Um, especially when we're pushing 23 to 24 year olds to take out a lot of uh, debt on it. <clears throat> uh, that's another topic anyway. But 
you know, we view like when it comes to a job and everything too, you know, we view, you have to go away from the home in order to have a job. If not, you're sitting on the couch all day. Okay. Well, anyway, (laughs) you know, it, we, why do we feel boring? Why do, why do introverts feel boring with that? And then on the other hand, um, I'll give you this scenario that was, that was played constantly. It was a problem that we had because she wanted to do something that wasn't catered, you know, towards me. And I wanted to do something. And because it was an extra or an introverted thing to do, I saw myself as boring and I was self-conscious about it. And if you know anything about introverts, we're not going to speak up about this. We're not going to speak up about that. That's something that we keep, you know, we, we don't say we think it, but we don't say it. And there would be, there would be even times she said, okay, let's do, you know, let's do what you want to do. Let's stay, let's stay in. And she would say it, she wouldn't say it as bad as I just said it. It would be genuine and everything. But as an introvert at the same time, also, even though that option is offered to us, we feel like if we accept, then we are reigning on the fun parade that they would have otherwise. If they were to go out, they would be having fun. Even though they offered to stay in, what if their version of fun is just to be with you? What if her version of fun was just to be with me? Yeah, she's an extrovert, but she would much rather be with me than, you know, go out. Regardless of the fact she would much rather be with me. Even if that's the case, as introverts, we don't want to rain on someone's parade. And so we say things along the lines of, no, 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 we can do it. You know, we'll go out. Um, how about you go? You just go. And uh-uh, red flag, big X. And I didn't realize this in the moment. I didn't realize this at the time. I only realized it now and after the fact. You got to be authentic. Like, you got to be authentically introverted. You cannot be in a fake environment to cander to somebody else because you think that that will make them like you more or that you think that that will make the relationship better. You have to be authentically you. And for me, that was being authentically introverted. And if she said, you know what, let's stay in, I'm like, oh, great, I'll pick the movie. You know, you know, I should, that's how I should have been. You have to, I had to be authentically introverted. I should have been authentically introverted. And unfortunately, um, at the time, at least this, I wasn't. Um, so that was just, that's, that's an example. Why, why, you know, back to the question, why, you know, why do we feel boring? Why do, why do we feel boring as introverts when we want to do things and we see the extroverted, you know, activity as the fun activity why do we feel boring and it's because we push extroversion in society so much we push kids to be extroverted we push people that if they want to do anything they have to have um, people skills and they got to put themselves out there and if you want to be a leader in the world you have to you have to be extroverted and everything and the thing that you can get people to do to be the best the best selves and let me tell you some of the best leaders are introverted um when you look at it, when you look back in history and everything, Rosa Parks, freaking Gandhi, what a, what a revolution in a, in countries, you know, Gandhi, uh, Rosa Parks, Eleanor Roosevelt, they all identified as introverts who liked their alone time. But as introverts, yes, it's important that we have to play outside the box a little bit when it comes to, you know, learning some things by getting outside of our comfort zone. By no means am I saying stay in all day on the couch, not talking to anybody your whole life. But I am saying that we need to stop pushing someone to be extroverted when they are naturally introverted. We need to learn 
how to deal and cope with introverted people and help them to succeed and cater towards their strengths of success. We can't tell introverts that the only way to succeed is by having extroverted qualities. Does that make sense? We can't, we can't do that. We can't, we can't have extroverted or we can't have introverted people having extroverted qualities because like I said, that actually negatively impacts performance because we're, we're, we are so outside of our body with how we're acting that we don't know what to do. And it just become it just comes across awkward and it just comes across, um, you know, different and we don't feel comfortable with what we're doing. We don't feel comfortable with what we're saying. And we can't do that. We have to find a way to help introverted people, you know, be introverted to the best of their ability. And on the other hand, dear God, we got to have extroverts be able to calm down in society a little bit. We got to have people, we got to have extroverts that can be still, be still. Again, another podcast, another time, another talking point, busy versus productive. They aren't the same thing. But nonetheless, we have, you know, we have busy people who aren't productive, but they're busy for the sake of being busy so that they don't have to be themselves by themselves and think in their inside their own heads. So it's, you know, there's, there's, there's one more thing I wanted to pull up. Let me find it. Okay, so this this was a this was a this was a clip. Um, so this was this was a clip that it was the TED Talk on the power of introverts, and it was just a moment that she kind of got a little bit off topic, but I love it. I love it so much what what she said because this is one of the biggest things that like I preach, 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 preach is the power of who you hang around with. And I just want you to listen to this clip just for a, just for a minute, because it's, it's the way that she says it. Um, the word, the sentence structure that she uses is powerful. It's a way that I've never heard it being said before, but it's so powerful. Just, just listen real quick. This is no surprise though. If you look at the insights of contemporary psychology, you know, it turns out that we can't even be in a group of people without instinctively mirroring and mimicking their opinions. Even about seemingly personal and visceral things like who you're attracted to, you will start aping the beliefs of the people around you without even realizing that that's what you're doing. <laughs> so, it's the power of who you hang around with. It's the power of who you hang around with. It is, you know, it's crazy. It, the, it, it's crazy how subconscious it is, where it's like, you know, I forget what the stat is, but it's the percentage of our environment that it's the percentage of our environment that can actually we actually think and we can perceive. But then it's like the much larger percent of how we act and behave and our characters and our character um, flaws, personality traits, habits, everything is, is subconscious and we don't even think about it. We just do. And it takes a lot to tap into that and be able to change some of the flaws that we have. And part of that is who you hang around with. So I wanted to talk about this because this actually got brought up to me. Um, I was talking to my friend who I mentioned the thing about, I don't know, I can't remember how we got on the topic of introverts, extroverts, 
but I mentioned the, the, I think we were talking about relationships and introverts, extroverts, the law of attraction and everything. And so I started talking about my relationship with my, um, with my girlfriend and how that, you know, that scenario came up where I'm introverted. She's extroverted. She wants to do something, but I'm an introvert and I don't want to do that. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go out on a Friday night. I don't want to stay out till 3 a.m. I don't want to meet a bunch of new people um, and talk about nonsense. We got on that topic and um, he he's the one who he's the one who mentioned to me about, you know, how we push extroversion. And he mentioned, um, you know, a, a, the a talk about, you know, Tony Robbins and, you know, what he pushes and what we push in society for people to be successful, for people to be leaders and just in their natural life. We, we, we have this grandiose idea of extroversion and it makes, it not only makes extroverts heightened, but it diminishes introverts and it makes us self-conscious as well. And like I said before, we're better. We're better. It's, <laughs> we're, it's, <laughs> I just like, there's so many, there's so many flaws that I see with extroversion and that's coming from someone who has a lot of extroverted qualities. And I usually try to pander towards who I'm talking to, whether I'm an introvert or an extrovert, I take on the qualities for either person. But at heart, um, I have more introverted qualities than an extrovert. If we're being for real, for real, I identify as an ambivert. And I've done that since September 28th, 2019, one day ago, when I found out that that term actually existed. I have both qualities, but if I had to lean towards one side, it would definitely be a little bit towards the introverted side. I have a lot of extroverted qualities, but I hate the people. I don't want to say that. I don't, I, I don't want to say I hate. I, dis, I, I find it hard to be around the people who are pure, just unadulterated, extroverted. It's... It's exhausting for me, and I just I don't I, I don't play well with it. I, I just don't play well with it. Before one last thing, I, I saw this I found this art article on here, and it was interesting. It was so interesting, so interesting because I once again I didn't know that this was a thing either. There's four types of there's four types of introversion. Social introversion, thinking, anxious, and restrained. And the way that we look at it, so social introversion, I'm just going to highlight bullet points here. Commonly accepted, understood as being the basic definition of introverted. People identify like smaller groups over large ones. They prefer solitude. Um, they like to stay at home with a book or computer and hang out with close friends instead of parties and unfamiliar faces. It's different from shyness because there's not anxiety attached to it. So that's a huge point. That is a huge point because um, they can they can go out. They just don't they just don't like it. It has social introversion has everything to do with just not liking something. It has no anxiety attached. Mine's a little bit different. I have a lot of social anxiety when I'm around different people and large gatherings, especially like a party or so. Number two, thinking, the thinking introverts, um, it's a newer concept, um, introspective, thoughtful, self-reflective, um, unlike social introverts, they don't have a strong need to stray away from large social scenes. That's not me. Um, they are avid daydreamers with rich imaginations and a high capacity for creativity. Um, that's about, you know, three quarters me, the, and then the anxious introvert, one more, but the anxious introvert, 
seeks time to be alone. They often feel awkward and self-conscious. Guilty, 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 guilty. Unlike social introverts, anxious ones experience painful shyness when they're around new people. Guilty, guilty, guilty. The anxiety doesn't necessarily go away when they're alone because they let things play over and over. I am such a huge overthinker. I overthink everything. And that's got a lot of anxiety attached to it. And then number four, the restrained introvert. People identify as this, go at a slower pace, prefer to think before they speak and act. They are also known for being reserved. Restrained introverts take time to get things going because they don't let impulse affect decision making. Restrained introverts are those people that you hang or that you're around and you feel like they're honestly a little bit rude because they don't talk much. They're kind of in the back and they're gathering information before, you know, they step in and say anything. They're kind of surveying, they're they're laying the groundwork of landscaping the area and everything before they get involved. So, um, four, those are the four types of introverts. Um, this is just uh, 10 interesting facts about introverts. That was number one. Uh, introverts react quickly to new information, but slower to monitor change. Introverts dread small talk. <laughs> Like, how people don't know that already. Um, introverts need time alone. Yes, introverts aren't risk-adverse, but they're more careful and calculated about what risk they choose to take. Um, if you're a per- pure introvert, yes. Um, me, because of my extroverted qualities, I usually dive right into risk. And there's a lot of my big decisions that I make with my heart. I make the micro decisions with my brain, but the big ones, the macro decisions with my heart. And whether that's risky or not, I usually dive right into it. Um, introverts are deep thinkers. Yes. Introverts are more creative. Boom. Um, I don't know where they got this introverts like the rain, I guess. I guess if you are just a pure introvert. Yeah. Um, number nine, here we go. Pretending to be extroverted can affect performance negatively. Again, that's because that's going against authenticism. Is that the word? Authentic authenticity authenticity it's going against the authentic nature of an introvert and you can't have that um number 10 happiness might not be the top priority for introverts and that's actually okay number 10 just a quick note on number 10 real quick um i hate that people strive for happiness so much let me explain why that sounds very dull deep and morbidly dark that it's not how it comes across how about we substitute the word happy for joy Let's for real. Think about that for a sec, because happiness is one pure emotion. I look at joy as an entanglement of emotions. Um, anyone who has ever seen and anyone who has ever seen the movie Inside Out, basic premise of the movie, it's the the main characters in it. It's a Disney Pixar animated movie. The characters in it are the emotions in this um, girl's brain, and joy tries to take over so much where the only emotion that this girl experiences is joy. And she doesn't, she, she tries to the other, one of the other, um, one of the other emotions, sadness. She does everything in her power to not let sadness have her turn as an emotion. And throughout the movie, it becomes a huge drastic, it has major consequences when you don't want sadness in sometimes. And she learns for herself that every emotion has its turn. And being part of being part, you know, having a life and living is experiencing all the emotions. And when we strive for just happiness, it makes us look at other when we aren't happy. It makes us look as those are horrible moments in our life. 
it, it makes us look down on those moments because it's not filled with happiness. Not every moment in your life is supposed to be filled with happiness. And it shouldn't be filled with happiness. You have to experience the other emotions to get the full effect of living. So I just wanted to put that out there that we uh, striving for striving for a happy life is one thing. But in every situation that you go through, striving for happiness can can have actually drastic effects on how you how how you how you live in your mental health, because you got to you got to experience the other emotions you got you. It's part of it's part of being human. You have to experience them. We have to stop looking down on introverts and introverts. We got to stop looking down on ourselves. We have to stop looking at our lives as boring. We have to stop looking at our, um, uh, you know, we have to stop looking at our um, interests as boring. We, we just, we have to stop looking at everything that we do as living up to an extroverted expectation. And we got to stop trying to be extroverted. We got to stop trying to be extroverted. We got to be true to ourselves, regardless of what that is. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of successful people say this. Don't focus on your flaws. Double down, triple down, quadruple down on all the stuff you're good at. Don't focus on your flaws. Other people are doing that for you, trust me. Don't focus on your flaws. The stuff you're good at though, man, double down on it, triple down on it. Learn how to be successful with that. That's the stuff you're good at. You're not meant to be good at everything. You're not meant to be extroverted. Be authentically introverted. 